<coughs> Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast episode 106. And as you know, we've, we've been talking about our Bible study on the book of Job. And we're on chapter 29 tonight. As you learned from last week, Job was talking about things that... A poem, but you know... And precious metals and... And how people had to go make the metals and... Stuff like that. You know, now he's going to deal with more of his his life because the, the the Bible study part here is called Job describes his life before his trouble started so what we're going to do we're going to pray and we're going to ask God to be with us during this thing ask God to guide and direct as we share this podcast with you so let's pray dear Heavenly Father we ask you to take a call off heaven's altar and anoint these up to Craig. Let everything I say be what you want, not what I want. We ask you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Well, if you got your Bibles with you, open them up to Job chapter 29. Job chapter 29. And like I said, that that's laboring this section or this whole thing is about Job describing his life before his troubles start. So Let's read chapter 1 through 6 to get us started. It says, Job continued his speech. My life was wonderful before these troubles started. I wish that I could live like that again. In those days, God protected me. In those days, God was my guide. He was like a lamp and a, and that shined for me in a dark place. Each day seems like the harvest. God was my friend. He protected my family and me. God was with me. My children surrounded me. My cows provided more milk than I could use. I had so much oil that it seems to pour through the rocks. What this is saying, these verses, is Job had a very successful life before his troubles began. God was protecting Job. God was providing for Job. Job was Job became rich because God gave possessions to Job. Job had a large family. Job's farm was very successful. The oil was from trees called olive trees. Okay. Now, let's look first to seven to eight, seven to eleven for the next next part of this. It says, even the city leaders used to respect Job. That's this next part. I used to go to the city gates. The city leaders would meet me there. And I would sit with them. When younger men saw me, they would step aside. The old men stood because they respected me. Important men did not continue their speeches. They chose to be silent. And another important man did not speak. They chose to say nothing. So I spoke. I impressed it, everyone to hear me. And everyone said good things about me. Before Job thought trouble began, everyone used to respect him. 
the ancient times walls would surround a city. There would be a square by the city main gates. People would gather there for meetings. The rulers would make important decisions there and the judges' courts would be there. Job used to go to these meetings of the rulers and they considered him important. They wanted to hear his opinion. They knew that Job was a wise man. So, so far we hear with here, he's talking about how respected he was, how God protected him, how God provided for him, and how God was doing that. Now, all at once, it's all gone. And he wishes that he was back in those days. You know, that's what happens as a Christian. Me and my wife went through this just a few months ago. Someone got into her, you know, did something to us, and we had to start all over again, move and start all over again. But it, and and the feeling was, why did this happen? I will admit, it took me kind of by surprise. I think I was a little out of touch. I was a little upset. And but you know what? And it suffered the ministry a little bit. I was just seemed to be going by by um just what my job was. But then one day I woke up and I said, you know what? I can't be this see I was kinda like in a shock. And so was Job here. See, now he's explaining. You know, we need to go on and realize that God is going to bring us through. Alright? Now, God hasn't brought us through, but by the end of the story, Job will have triple or double what he had in the first place. Okay? Now we're going to talk about Job's good deeds. And then verses 12 through 17. It says, These are the reasons why everybody respected me. I rescue the poor people when they ask to help. I helped childs who go, who had no fathers, no one else could help them. I looked after men who was dying, so so he blessed me. I caused a caused a widow to be so glad that she sang. In the morning, when I choose my clothes, I also decided to do good deeds. I selected my coat and hat. And at the same time, I decided always to be fair. I, le I led the blind people. I carried people who couldn't walk. I provided for the poor people. I liked a father to them. I even helped strangers in the court. I oppressed the wicked men. And I rescued the people who were suffering because of those wicked men. Job did many good things. He even helped people whom nobody else would help. And Job wanted to do good deeds every day. Job did, did these things because he was a servant of God. So Job was doing the work of God, but God did not force Job to do these things. Job chose to do these things. Many people wanted to impress God by their good deeds. They think that God will help them if they do the right thing. But such people are unwise. We must be humble when we pray to God. God will not help us because of our good deeds. 
God would help us because he loves us and God helps us because Jesus died for us so we all need to trust God and something else I want to lift from there is this a lot of people do good good deeds because they think God is going to bless them for it our blessings don't come from good deeds we should do good deeds our blessing it comes from us being on uh, serving the Lord and faithful to the Lord our good deeds won't make us to heaven okay but it does help people when we do do them and that's what Job's trying to say here Job's former ideal about old age verses 18 to 20 it says I thought I saw shall die at home when I was very old man even then I shall be like the tree that was pl plentiful water people will still respect me and I will remain strong my whole life basically he thought he would die in old age people will still respect him and even when he was dying he'd still be important that he'd still be able to do what he needs to do Job used Job used to be leader Job used used to be a leader of the people verses 21 through 25 let's read them formerly people waited for me to speak they still silence until I advised them after I spoke they added nothing to my words they accepted my advice as the ground accepts the rain in the spring when I smile at them they were so glad they were so pleasant to see me I directed them I was their lender. I was like a king with my army. Or I was like someone who comforted sad people. So people would gather around me. These people were glad. Now we're getting to the explanation. These people were glad to Job. They loved him. His words seemed precious to them. Nobody would argue with Job. Then they thought that his speech were all, always right. But after Job suffered his great troubles, everything changed. Even Job's friends did not think that he was that his speech were right. Bildad said that he would prefer to listen to the wind. Job's other friends argued with Job, and they seemed to agree with nothing that he said. Let me tell you something, saints. When we're in the valley, we got a real when we're in the we get knocked into the belly like Job did, and the devil's coming after you. He's gonna almost take strip everything from you, even your respect, your wisdom, and your wise. You might still be wisdom. You might be still wise, but people like to judge his people. People like to judge people. They see someone fall, they must have sinned. They see someone get hurt, they must have sinned. They, someone, you know, it's not always true. We gotta learn to keep these people with dignity. We gotta learn to keep these people with lives. We gotta learn to keep these people with help. Because they were a help and they deserve the need to help. They don't deserve someone to turn their back on them and say, well, they did this. In fact, we need to be like Job's character. And the way he used to help the people anyways. Get them back on the right track. And that's what Job needed help with. 
But no, he had three close friends come there and criticize him. Made him be the, the biggest sinner in the world. Let me tell you something, saints. That ain't what the way we are supposed to be. We're supposed to be like Jesus. Jesus wouldn't kick a man while he's down unless he was a sinner. And then Jesus would bring them up and hug them and love them and get them on the right track. And that's what we need to do. These three friends make you realize you know who your friends are in the midst of the storm. Because your true friends will stick beside you no matter what. And they'll help you. And I had such a friend like that. And I would like to say too, but the other one, I would say too, because the other one probably would have been there for me too. But, but he, he can't right now. And let me tell you something, Saints. That's awesome. What would I, I, I don't know what I would have did without that friend of mine. And if the other friend could do it. I don't know what I would have did without him. Because let me tell you something, Saints. They helped us get through a time that most people don't want to get through. And I shared about that already. And that's one of the reasons why the podcast has been so messed up lately. Then we had equipment problems and and I noticed that no one listens to last week's podcast and I, pers- I just pray that God opens the heart to the people seeing it and go back to listening to it. We're going to go ahead since we only been on the air for like 15 minutes and we finished um, the chapter 29. We're going to go ahead and go into verse chapter 30. As soon as I get a drink of water. And we're getting close to the end of this podcast. Um, I'm trying to see right now how many's left with this Bible study. I mean more chapters or left. Because I think they're getting smaller so we might be putting some of this stuff back back on, you know, as a couple chapters a day, we'll see, a week, not a week, I mean a week, yeah, so, we'll just, you know, then we'll see where God leads next with the next Bible study, he hasn't really opened up my mind with that yet, but I'm sure he will soon, hallelujah. just got to wait for his leading and we are 11 more chapters of this podcast broadcast of this Bible study after we do number 30 today we got 11 more so we'll do two or three probably within the weeks to come but we're going to go and start with 30 here as soon as I get back to it <laughs> and see what God what Job has to tell us for um, chapter 30 
Hallelujah. God is good and he's good all the time. And this chapter is called Job Makes a List of His Trouble. And we're going to look at first verses 1 through 11 of Job chapter 30. Let's read. But now men laugh at me, although they are younger than me. I, although they are younger than me, I would not have employed the fathers of such men to work with the dogs of a farm. Their fathers were too weak to work for me. They had no energy. They were lonely men because of their hunger. So they had to wander in the desert by night. There they gathered wild plants and, and ate the roots of there. Other men chased them away. Other men shouted at them. And if they were thieves, so they had to live in the desert. They lived among the rocks. Or they lived in the holes in the ground. They shouted behind the bushes. They gathered together under the bushes. These men were terrible men. There were no... They were the children of fools. This is why other men forced them to leave the country. But now their sons insult me in their songs. They use my name when they swear. They hate me. They do not want to look at me. They spit at me. That is, they empty the contents of their mouth onto my face. God has made me weak. He made me suffer these troubles. So these youth do not respect me. And this is what the, the, the Bible study person made the Bible study had to say. He says, Formerly the most important people were gathered to listen to Job. And they respected Job greatly. But now the worst youth would gather to see Job. They would insult Job. And they would laugh at him. Job had known the father of these youths. But the fathers did not impress Job. Job would not employ them. They were too lazy. They didn't want to work. These fathers were not responsible men. Perhaps they were drunks. Perhaps they were always asking other people for money. So the people in the city forced them, forced them to, the men to leave. The youths were like their fathers. They swore they insulted Job. They laughed at him. And they gathered, they caused trouble. And these youths even thought they were better than Job. So Job here got a lot of disrespect from people that he wouldn't employ. And, you know looking at this and Job is only human but it makes me wonder if he would employ these people maybe they wouldn't have turned out to be as bad as they were Jesus ate with the sinners now I'm still not saying that Job sinned you know Job didn't but I I do think he should have helped these people and maybe these kids would be more grateful to him in his time in need. Does he this kind of thing, you know? But that's just my thought on it. Joe's enemies are like an army. Verses 12 through 15. They are like an army that attacks a city, and I am like that city. The army comes from the right side, the soldiers make traps. 
They placed lathers against the city walls. They destroyed the roads, city walls. They destroyed the roads, they will succeed. They do not need anyone to help them. Then the city walls break. The soldiers rush into destroy the city. So I suffered great terror. Nobody even give, gives honor to me. My honor was like winds that blew far away. And my security was like a cloud that disappeared. And this is what the Bible study that wrote it had to say. Job watched the youth as they talked. And Job thought that they were making plans to attack him. Job felt too ill to avoid them. So of course a city cannot move when its enemies attack. So Job thought that he was like such a city. At the time of the Bible, walls surrounded a city. So before the soldiers attacked the city, they would make plans. They needed to climb over the walls or they needed to break through the walls. The soldiers would make traps so that the city inhabitants could not escape easily. And they, they would destroy the roads. Then everyone who managed to escape could not move quickly. Job felt like the inhabitants of such cities. He was felt like the inhabitants of such cities. He was merely waiting for the youth to attack, and he could not escape from the attack. Before Job's troubles, Job was confident. He thought that the people would respect him for his whole life. He had great security, but Job's feeling of security was not real and his honor did not last. So now he's waiting for the foot to drop. And you know, there's a lot of people out there that live like this when they've been hurt over and over and over and over. In fact, I have a cousin that lives like this. And that cousin been through a lot. And that cousin, and I'm not going to name names, always ready for the next foot to drop waiting for something to go wrong that ain't the way we should be handling you know Job is in a situation here and he's not sinning okay but Job is in the situation here he praised God he did everything he could he's in shock he's hurt but now he's like I'm in the valley well, in the valley is the best time to keep praising God and helping God. We're not going to be on the mountains all the time. Sometimes we're going to be in the valley. And we need to continue to praise God even when we don't feel like it. Bottom line. Okay? So in other words, we can't act like Job in this instant. Because Job is wrong. Now... Let's look at verses 16 through 19. Now I am dying. I suffered greatly during the daytime. By night, my bones suffered great pain. I cannot rest. This great power that caused my pain is like clothing. This powder power is like a collar that holds my neck firmly. So my body will lie in the mud. My body would become like the dust and ash and ashes. Job is dying. That's what this section called. 
And the writer of this Bible study says, Job was suffering pain because of his illness. The pain reminded him of clothing that someone cannot remove. So the pain affected Job's whole body. The pain also reminded Job of a collar. It felt like something was holding Job's neck. Soon Job might be able to breathe. Be able, unable to breathe. So Job would die. His friends would place his body in the mud of the grave. In the end, his body would become like dust. Now he's to the point where he just wants to die. He got himself just depressed. He's depressed. Let's go to Job chapter verse chapter 30 verses 20 to 22 for the next section. God, I cry to you, but you do not answer me. When I stand, you merely watch me. You are cruel to me. You are strong, you oppose me. I am like dust that the wind blows about now here in the storm. I know that I shall not die. You have selected this fate for for everything that lives. Verses 2023, 20, and this section is called God's Cry to Job. Job accuses God. Seems God, God seems so powerful, and Job was very weak. Job thought that God was using his great power to kill Job. It seems strange to remember Job 2.3. The truth is that the God was the proud was proud of Job. The devil had fleeced attacked Job, but Job continued to praise God whenever it happened. Job would still trust God. Job will always be loyal to God. Job did not always realize that God was helping him. But soon God would send a man called Elu to Job. And then Job himself would speak to Job. Elu to Job. And then God himself would speak to Job. So to this point, he's crying out to God. He's saying, why? 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 I've been through all this. I've been trusting you. I've been asking you. You haven't answered me. I've been wanting to talk to you. Why? 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 You know, as Christians and humans, we get to that point. But we've got to get to that, not get ourselves to that point. We've got to learn that God, the next time we pray, that God is going to answer that prayer. Okay? Because you never know the next prayer you pray that God's going to bless you. Okay? And it seems like when you cannot take that next step is when God's got the answer for you. Okay, let's look at verses 24. 231 nobody sh should attack a attack a suffering man when he cries for help I used to sympathize with people who had trouble I care about poor people I hope that I would have a good life but in fact I have a terrible life my pain never stops I suffered every day the Sun did not cause my skin to go be dark my illness made made my skin dark when people gather, I cry for help. They think I am a noisy animal. I sound like a dog or a bird. But my skin is dark because of my illness. My skin burns because of my body's too hot. And I'm not, and I do not willing, not still singing. Instead, I cry 
like someone who would sing a sad song at the funeral. Sad. Job did not deserve these terrible troubles. God's people do not always have good lives. In verses 28 and 30, Job speaks, spoke about the terrible illness that affected his skin. Job had painful spots over his whole body. Job 2.7 In these verses, Job explains that his skin had became dark and it felt too hot. Job called for help, but the people did not want to help him. The voice sounded like a noisy animal to him. Formerly Job played music. Then Job so sounds like he made, made were happy, like the sounds of the children in Job 21.12. But now the sounds that Job made were sad. He would cry because of his pain. He would sound like someone at a funeral. That's sad. He talked about how he feels. He's not proud, he's been humble. But that's when God can use us the best. I think we're going to go to chapter 31. And the <coughs> scripture is called Job. Well, you know what? We're going to go to our prayer request time instead. We'll pick up in 31 next week. I forgot we got prayer time. And I have a special prayer request to be added to your list. And it's my grandma. Her name is Victoria Northrop. She woke up this morning. She had COVID um, about two weeks ago. She was in the hospital for about a week. And they let her out. And she was having trouble recovering. Well, she's recovering. She's got doing good. But then she wakes up this morning and she can't hear nobody. I don't know if she can hear sounds or or anything, but she can't hear no one on the phone and she can't hear no one talk to them. So we're worried that COVID took my grasp of my grandma's hearing. She's 94 years old. So we want a special prayer for her and we'll pray about that. And then we need to pray for my dad, of course. His name is James Weaver for his aneurysm. We need to pray for my mom's back. We need to pray for my cousin Lori and all of her unspokens. And we need to pray for my friend Sean and his unspokens. He's like a brother from another mother. And I think that's about it. So let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you right now to be the great architect and the great and, and the and the the great architect and the great designer to go and the great doctor to go in and fix all my dad's aneurysm ward and don't let it grow anymore or don't or let it disappear I ask you Lord to go into my mom's body Lord Lee Weaver 
We ask you to fix whatever the problem is with this deteriorated disc. Lord, you can make it happen where she has a new disc. We just ask you to fix what the problem is, and maybe you you choose to have it done by the doctor. We just ask you to let it happen. And Lord, we just ask you to be with my cousin Lori and her uh, her unspoken Lord. We just ask you to work them out. We ask you to be with my dad. I mean, be with my friend Sean. He's like a brother to another mother. We ask you to continue to be with his two unspokens, and then he's adding his mom back to the list. And um, because she has a great job, she did get away on vacation for a week, but she has a job of taking care of her sister and her husband who has heart problems. And she's, you know, hasn't been well herself either. She had hip surgery and all the kinds of stuff in the middle of it. So we need the Lord to be with her, his mother, Lord Robin, and work things out there. And then we need you to be with my grandma, Lord, in this healing. We just ask you right now, Lord, whatever the problem is, if it's your will, Open up those ears, Lord Jesus. You opened up the blind eyes. You opened up the ones that couldn't hear. But Lord, if it's your will, open it up. If not, Lord, help us figure out how we can communicate with her and get through to her. And her getting through, um, we ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. And on that note, I'd like to say God bless you. Thank you for listening. And if this podcast has been a blessing to you, be reassured if you did come back to listen. Like I said, the last podcast, don't look like no one listened. But then it could be something going on with the feed. I don't know. It looked like someone listened to people, but it's not showing up in the um, the uh, information center. But we just ask you, if you are listening, let it be a blessing to you. And let it help you. And, and share it to people. That way they can be a blessing be blessed too. On that note I'd like to say God bless you have a blessed day and this podcast it was pre-recorded it should be up and running even though you, know, you won't know by sometime tonight as we get ready to finish and on that note I'd like to say God bless you see you next Tuesday for God's Internet Church Podcast and just a special note if you are watching God's Internet Church Online Bible Study is being transferred to from Wednesday this week to Thursday. Something I got a special church thing that I got to go to, and uh, at another church, and so I've got no one to take over. So the Bible study will be pushed over to usually where that church thing too has been rescheduled. So the Bible study will be done, but it's going to be done Thursday instead of Friday. And then join us at 7 o'clock on Thursday. And join us Sundays at 7 o'clock for God's Online um, online Church Service, you know, with God's Internet Church. And on that note, I'd like to say God bless you. Have a blessed week. And hope to see you watching God's Internet Church Bible study. On that note, God bless you. And if this podcast is is blessing you, let us know. And tell other people and share it. On that note, God bless you. And see you next time for God's Internet Church Podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Ron Weaver of God's Internet Church. Have a blessed week.